Today's bulletin brought to you by Your Sound, Your Community, Alive 90.5. National Radio News. Hello, I'm Brady Evans. Scott Morrison wants Special Forces troops no longer facing action over war crimes in Afghanistan to walk forward in honour. But the Prime Minister will not apologise for former Defence Minister Linda Reynolds' past comments, labelling allegations against 13 soldiers cold-blooded murder. Inspector General of the Australian Defence Force Paul Brereton's inquiry triggered a demand for them to show cause why they should not be sacked. But the group has now been told there is insufficient information for their cases to be referred to investigators. Mr Morrison told 2GB the fact people had been notified of an outcome showed the system was working. What that says to me, that they've been notified of this, about the outcome of, of where their cases are at, shows that the system is actually trying to resolve all of this. The comments made about the Brereton report were not made about specific individuals. I want to stress that. The Morrison government has secured labour support for new powers to fight crime in the dark web by agreeing to greater oversight and safeguards. The Identify and Disrupt bill has passed both houses of parliament, although some international companies still dispute what it means for access to their data. The government says it will ensure anti-crime agencies have the tools to keep pace with technology and keep Australians safe. The bill enables the Australian Federal Police and Australian Criminal Intelligence Commission to identify and collect intelligence by permitting access to suspect computers. An Australian assessment program shows the COVID-19 pandemic has not significantly hindered students' literacy and numeracy skills, despite many spending countless hours out of classrooms. The global pandemic last year led to the cancellation of the NAPLAN tests, an annual snapshot of students' current reading, writing, language and numeracy skills. Education Program Director at the Grattan Institute, Jordana Hunter, told RN the results are a testament to students, families and teachers to continue learning from home and catch up once school returned. Our sense of relief is, is cautious, however, because we still don't know yet how the different cohorts fared in that plan. And unfortunately, we won't know that until uh, more data is released, likely at the end of the year. The National Science Agency says more than one million tonnes of plastic waste could be diverted from landfill and turned into fuel if Australia adopts advanced recycling technologies. Around 2.5 million tonnes of plastic waste was generated in Australia between 2018 and 2019, but just over 10% of it was recycled. The country has set a national target for 70% of plastic waste to be recycled or composted by 2025. CSIRO research has found the targets can be met if more recycling technologies are adopted and an advanced industry is created. Currently, flexible or soft plastics like food packaging cannot be recycled if they are contaminated with food. And in tennis, Australian Max Purcell has made the most out of his reprieve at the ATP Tour's Winston-Salem Open by upsetting compatriot Jordan Thompson in the second round. Only elevated into the main draw in North Carolina when fellow Australian John Millman withdrew from the tournament through injury, Purcell took advantage of his good fortune to overcome Thompson 7-5, 6-4. World number 205 Purcell, who has been granted a wildcard for the US Open starting next week, claimed his fifth top 100 scalp since June to continue his fine run of form. The 23-year-old broke the serve of Thompson five times before sealing his maiden career win over the world number 59. National Radio News, produced by Charles Sturt University, the Community Radio Network, and supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. 
now for the latest weather on Alive 90.5. Hello, this is Matthew Caruana, Business Insights with Mario and Matt. Today on this war, sorry, chilly, very chilly Wednesday afternoon, it's currently 12 and a half degrees, very cloudy outside, and it's going to be cloudy the rest of the day, tops of 16. Tomorrow, Thursday, mostly sunny, tops of 17 degrees, and on Friday, possible showers, tops of 18 degrees. And now, on Alive 90.5, here's the latest traffic information. So in Macquarie Park, Epping Road at Herring Road, it's been a car, it's been a, uh, unfortunately a car crash and a pedestrian. One of three eastbound lanes are closed. In Emerald Hill, Kamalori Highway at Gooley Road, has been a truck crash. Traffic affected in both directions. Well, I think it's time to say something, you know. Matt, Matt Caruana has the long sleeves. Welcome to another episode of Business Insights with Matt and Mario. And uh, we have a two very interesting guests. First guest is ready online, but we'll take a short break with some music and uh, connect our first guest. He comes from the surrounded, besieged city of Melbourne. You're listening to Business Insights with Matt and Mario on a live 90.5. FYI, Matt Caruana has the long sleeves. <laughs> The first of <laughs> first opportunity ever you'll ever see me. Alive ninety point five. Oh my god, oh my god, this feeling's just begun. I'm saying things I've never said, doing things I've never done. Oh my God, oh my God, when I see you, I shoot it right But I'm frozen in motion and my head tells me to stop Tells me to stop Feeling, feeling, I feel about us Try to fight it, but it's never enough My heart is hurting, it's more than a crush Cause I'm frozen in motion and my head tells me to stop But my heart goes Oh my God, oh my God, can't believe what I've become I'm thinking things I shouldn't think, singing songs I've never sung Oh my God, oh my God, when I see you I should run But I'm frozen in motion and my head tells me to stop Tells me to stop feeling, feeling, I feel about us but it's never enough My heart is hurting It's more than a crush Cause I'm frozen in motion And my head tells me to stop But my heart goes bum, 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 Cause my heart goes Cause my heart 
SE Timbers Castle Hill are flooring experts. Not just flooring, SE Timbers supply, install and guarantee solid timber, engineered, laminate and vinyl flooring as well as carpet blinds and shutters. An authorised dealer of major brands like Borel, Preference and Quickstep. Call 9894-6660 or visit setimbers.com.au to arrange a free quote today. Station sponsor, SE Timber Floors and Shutters, ingrained quality. So, uh, what's your favourite colour? Uh, black. Oh, yeah. Favourite food? Black pudding. Favourite fruit? Blackberries. Favourite drink? Black Russian. <laughs> All right. What's your favourite movie? Uh, Men in Black. Favourite actor? Jack Black. Favourite band? Black Sabbath. Favourite song? Black Betty. Favourite football team? Blacktown! Blacktown City! Blacktown! Show your support and show up. Blacktown City FC. Your town, your team. Are you a person over 40 with type 2 diabetes? If so, you're invited to join the T2 Diet Study, a new 16-week online program designed to help you to improve your blood sugar and health. It's free to get involved, and it's all online, so you can participate no matter where you are. For more information, visit t2study.com.au. Alive 90.5. This is Business Insights with Mario and Matt. Here it's 10 minutes past two on a live 90.5, your sound, your community. And our guest is on the line right now. It is. You know how I met him just before you introduce him, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, interesting enough, you know, I believe that people appear in our life in perfect moment. Perfect people come in perfect moment. And when I met uh, uh, the Philippine, you know, through mutual uh, connection, I was going to that my ordeal, like going in the hospital and do the surgery, which you know, I didn't know what the outcome is going to be two weeks ago today. But before I went for the for the surgery, I met a Phil. And Phil, as a one very young, fine man, you know, start talking about how the man feel when his life threatened. Mm. Now, everybody's afraid of the death. I know this, you know, I've been, you know, I, like I don't want to say how I felt when I lost my life almost twice, you know, once in combat, once, you know, during the, the seven years ago because I took the pills and, uh, you know, I got an anaphylactic shock. I, I took antibiotics and, you know, eventually I my life was extinguishing. Mm. But, you know, I truly believe that the people in my life are peace for the reason. And the reason why I want Philip to talk to you today more than me because you two can have the common thing. you both saving the lives. In my past, mm-hmm. I was a somebody who was <laughs> not really saving. I was opposite. So, welcome to Philip. Yeah, Philip, how are you today? Matt and Mario, yeah, I'm absolutely fantastic. But as I always say, I am getting better. Okay, that will be <laughs> enough for you, Phil, for today. And uh, thank you for joining <laughs> us for the five minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah, beautiful, Mario. I do love you. Humor important. We've got to have a few laughs. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so, Phil, for all our listeners and everyone everyone tuning in, we'd love to know who is Philip and why, why, why do you do what you do? 
It's a really great question, Matt. And firstly, thank you for having me on the show. And secondly, thanks for the question. So uh, I'm 54 years of age. I live in a place that I now describe as COVID County. And for so long, I've been talking about COVID. So <laughs> like, it's becoming, now, it's becoming a joke now, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like the other people uh, were saying it was a religion. And yeah, <laughs> like, you know, like, I think I truly believe that uh, COVID becomes a religion, you know. Like, look at how many people 11 o'clock in the morning in New South Wales before the... Uh, Premier comes out, I bet 85% people is on TV, like on a knees, you know what I mean? 10.55, they're yeah, tuned but, in. But let me ask you, Philip, how long are people in Melbourne in lockdown now? Well, currently, uh, we're in lockdown number six, so we've been almost 200, I think about close to 210 days in total, <laughs> over various lockdowns. And the Wuhan was a 76 days, so you were crushed one, three times over. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got you guys covered. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so I went to pick up a coffee a couple of days ago at my local cafe because I'm allowed within my five-kilometre radius, so I'm walking my dog. And one of my buddies there at the cafe says, Hey, Phil, guess what? I said, What, Charles? He said, Only seven more lockdowns for Christmas. <laughs> so I thought, you know, we've got to find humour, guys, because we'll go crazy otherwise. Humour's so important. But about uh, your, back to your question, Matt, so I'm a 54-year-old guy. I've, I've been through an interesting journey. Uh, I was a typical... In fact, I'm a Sydney boy. I don't know if you, uh, you guys... Oh, really? In fact, uh, yeah, I was a, funny enough, I was a North Shore boy. I lived in Lane Cove. Uh, and then I, uh, lived at the end of year seven, moved to Melbourne. My parents had bought a business back in Melbourne. So I'm originally uh, a Sydney boy at heart. So, But I, I got a background in finance, so I was a mortgage broker for some 19 years. I went through the GFC of 2008, 2009, and I would have said I was probably thinking I'm a bit of a rock star. Like I was making a nice, comfortable living. Kids were in a grammar school, lived in a nice Melbourne suburb, good middle-class lifestyle. But I went through a lot of challenges financially, and almost overnight, 75% of my revenue was wiped out due to the cost of funds in the bond market. That's another conversation. Jeez. But I had a lot of debt, and that was okay when I was making a nice income. But when all of a sudden, when your expenses exceed your income significantly, and you're thinking, I've no way out, that's quite stressful. So I guess fast forward to 2014 and I went through a journey and I was a good boy from age 40 because when I hit age 40, I started every year. Here's a clue for the, the fellas out there. Every year from age 40, I started going to my doctor and getting blood tests. I don't know what triggered that. It was just a just an internal thing that I decided to do on about my birthday each year at the end of May. And one year, he said, oh, Phil, You've got a bit of an elevated PSA reading. For those that um, don't know what PSA is, it, it's the guide that helps you to determine uh, the likelihood of uh, something going wrong with your prostate. Hmm. So long and the short of it, uh, a week later, I'm driving along and uh, my wife at the time, I'm, I'm now divorced after being married 22 and a half years, driving along and she's reminded me, have you rung that fellow, that urologist? And I thought, oh God, you know, all right so that you're not uh, hassling me about this, I'll just do it. And it was a Friday. And I remember I'm driving around past what's called the Burnley Golf Course, and I'll never forget, he's an incredible man, Dr. Associate Professor, actually, Nathan Laurenchuk, and he rings me and he says, well, Phil, it's not the news I wanted to tell you. You've got a tumour. And that's a really surreal conversation to hear when you're thinking, what? Yeah, you've got a tumour. And guys, no family history for me, 
around prostate. So here I am, 16 December uh, 2014. To give you some uh, memory of what, how far back that was, it was the night of the lint attack in Martin Place. Because I remember sitting mm. in my hospital bed watching this awful situation unfold. So there I am, I have uh, my prostate removed and I then learned from him that two days later after the pathology test come back, he said, Phil, uh, you actually had a fair bit of cancer, my friend. I think you probably had it maybe two to five years before you would have been in a fair bit of trouble. And it's interesting for me, I think, I've always said to people, guys, I'm a great believer, my anxiety, my stress levels, worrying about money, not dealing with it, not talking about it to anybody else, but doing, I think, what a lot of us men do, which is internalise it. You know, we kind of withdraw, we mm. go into our caves. And so not dealing with that stuff, even though no family history with prostate cancer ever, next minute, I've got prostate cancer. So five surgeries later due to various complications, and then fast forward to 2018, 14 June, I end up leaving my marriage after a very long marriage. And I think I did, guys... For those out there who are listening who have been married, a lot of people, I think, these days, you know, you, you get into a marriage with the greatest of intention. You don't get married to get divorced. But, you know, <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you're an old man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, uh, look, I, I like to share some something with you right now, okay, very shortly. Speaking about doctors, right? I was in relation with one 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 girl, right? And, I, you know, it was a good relationship, everything else. But something was very odd. You know what was? Every night when we go into bed, right, and I expected some, you know, love and cuddle and sugar, she will watch the embarrassing doctors, you know, I mean, the, 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 the episode, you know, that show? <laughs> it's, it's so despicable, you know, I mean, that I, I was thinking I have the problems with uh, everything, you know, what I mean, like, then I realized that this show, it doesn't turn me on, actually, actually makes me opposite of that one, the PSI was in the minus, so ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Phil Robson from the Melbourne, uh, the capital city of the world of the lockdowns, with uh, Matt and uh, Mario in Alive 90.5. We take a short break. Phil, stay with us on, 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 online. Stick around, guys. We'll be back shortly. We'll take you on a quick break. This is Flume with Say It featuring Tovlo. Alive 90.5. Loving the cold, smoke and roll, see your fingers shake And getting through your heartbreak Some kind of free, same for me, don't know what I need
Pork crackling is slow cooked for that big crunch and taste. Put some crunch in your munch. As a 100% Australian-owned business, Penny's Crispy Pork Crackling have been supplying deliciously crispy snacks in three crunch-tastic flavours, barbecue, chilli and original, to pubs, bottle shops, grocers and butchers in the Hills District. Order some now by visiting our website at pennyscrackling.com.au, spelt with a Y, or calling 028068 Station sponsor. Hello, I'm Sam Mamone and Director of Cherrybrook Real Estate, the specialist in residential management. Call us on 9980-9860. We pride ourselves on taking the stress out of property management, looking after you and your investment at a competitive rate. If you need property management, call me, Sam Mamone from Cherrybrook Real Estate, 9980-9860. Station sponsor.
20 minutes, 24 minutes past two here on Alive 90.5. You're listening to Business Insights with Matt and Mario here on this Wednesday afternoon. So, Mario. Look, I... We're very blessed to have Phil with yeah. us, i got to say. The reason why I asked Phil to join us today, it's very important that this radio talk show, Business Insights with Matt and Mario, it has only one uh, key objective and goal, and that is to bring the happiness, energy, motivation, inspiration to all people around us. You don't need to be sick, you don't need to be happy. Maybe you're happy, maybe you're sick. But the bottom line is, reason why I'm asking Matt today to spend more time talking to Philip, because I respect Matt Caruana very much. I, I said this before, I don't need to code this into nice colors and sugar. The man, he done the, what he did, and now he's helping other ones, another side. There's a Phil from Melbourne as well who is doing this. So, Matt, please indulge us and introduce to Philip a bit more. Absolutely, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Mario. So, Phil, you also run an amazing organization called Saving Brothers, and this is something that I personally truly admire you for. You're helping men throughout the world reach reach other men, and even, I suppose, just people like, being aware that men's mental health needs to be prioritized in men's life. Yeah, absolutely. Because, absolutely, lo- yeah, like you shared in your own experience, you suppressed... You, you, you tucked and hid it away and so often we do that I know I have extensive experience with that as well in my past but I'd love to know what brought you to start an organisation like Saving Brothers? Uh, a great question Matt well I on our on our homepage of our platform savingbrothers.com in the about section I talk about that I didn't want other men to feel the way that I felt so going through a, a divorce you often end up kind of excommunicated in effect from your community, particularly when you've grown up where your children, uh, the mums, rightly so, that weren't working full-time, many were, but some weren't, seem to be the instigators of the relationships with the other parents, and then you meet the men. And then I went through a lot of pain as a result of my divorce and really losing my social network from when my children were primary school, still had my own friends, but that was very, very difficult. And I felt very lonely, and I felt very alone. And so going through that, and also unfortunately going through a a fairly challenging legal uh, battle uh, that was very costly emotionally and financially was particularly difficult. And I've seen a lot of men go through a lot of pain because they didn't feel that they could talk and they didn't know where to turn to and also they didn't know who to turn to. I also went to a school here in Melbourne, as most people go to school, but I went to a nice grammar school in Melbourne and since I'd left school, four of my friends, including my best friend, have chosen to leave this earth. So they took their lives for different reasons. And I think a lot of those boys, if we were able to actually have a conversation with them now and say, you know, if they came back and be able to rewind and ask them that question, you know, what was it that was missing for you? Why, why did you feel that you needed to make that choice? I just didn't want other men to not have access to resources. And I just felt in my conversations, because I've got a background in digital marketing as well, I've travelled quite extensively overseas, had a lot of conversations, met people through various masterminds, and I just felt there was a real gap in resources for men to be able to go somewhere and feel, hey, I belong, I'm a part of community, and I've got access to information and people, coaches and mentors that can really give me the skills to navigate my challenges. And quite often those people may have actually walked through those challenges 
like yourself, Matt, like you, Mario. So for me, what inspired me was to create a legacy, and particularly being a divorcee and not living with my sons who are now 21 and almost 19. I definitely miss them. And so I actually wanted my children to be proud of me because I just felt I was a typical capitalist, all about making money, identified my success with making money, not about my value contribution. So I wanted to create a legacy beyond my lifetime. So we built a very detailed business plan to create Saving Brothers so that it can live and outlive my life and serve people globally to make this world a better, kinder, happier place it's amazing it's, and the the thing that really stands out to me is the authentic drive that's behind saving brothers and that's behind you phil because it's i mean it's easy to want to start something for you know the money the fame fortune and all that stuff and quite often we see that although when it comes from that authentic place of i mean because you mentioned that you had some personal friends of yours that when left this earth unfortunately that's i mean it, it's heartbreaking though it's given you this drive and now you're saving lives all over the world it's a, it's a global platform it's not just people in melbourne or australia no it's it's international and i, I, I gotta say yeah i just want to say phil i highly admire you i admire it as well and i'd like to just say you know it's there's not many people you know particularly this time this is a the key component of society's survival, and there was a there was a meditator, C.C. Young, in his in his books, and in one of his books, he said, "Does a society exist for the sake of individual? Individual exists for the sake of society. Doesn't matter what reply you get. There's always individual who needs to take care of a society, and this society we're living right now needs an individual like a feel and yourself." And, you know, I'm seeing every day devastation. I mean, you know, we can, everybody can stuck with all these data, stats and everything else. But the true sheer impact of lockdowns, only we can sit down on the ground without, you know, pressing the buttons on the screen and say, are you happy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am, yeah. That's what the people need, individuals. So society exists for the individual's sake because individuals carry society like uh, you, Matt Caruana, and Philip on the other side of Melbourne. Thank you, Mario. You're welcome. Thank you. And um, so, Phil, what was so what was the, what was it that men were needing? What do you feel that they were missing? Because you, I mean, obviously you've been able to see that in your um, in your experience. But for our listeners, I think they'd love to know what was there. Yeah, what that's wasn't a great there? Question. It's a big question, actually. I think a lot of men. We, we fall into society's expectations of, of what role we need to play. When I chatted with you earlier this morning, uh, we talked about, I, I mentioned uh, a whale with sonar because we put out our, we, we project outwards our, our feelings, we project outwards more so our thoughts and we mirror back, we watch what people interpret, we interpret how people respond to us. I think men need to, to learn how to become vulnerable. Now I'm not talking about men walking around with a hanky and just 
bursting into tears every five minutes. But I think men really needed to learn how to take better care of themselves. And, and I hope we get to talk about our global program called Keep Five Alive shortly, guys, because one of the big problems with men, I think, is, is a lack of self-care. We're, there's this martyrdom, this expectation. We're, we were primitive hunters. We were there to go out and find the food. And there is a lot of pressure, I think, with expectation on men. So I think men really need ways to learn how to actually be, what does it mean to be a man today in the 20 th And how they can learn, Phil? Phil, how they can learn? I don't know. How they how can they learn. learn? Yeah. Absolutely, because we, we are navigating through history right now. We are all living through an unbelievably challenging time to our social being. We're not meant to be alone. We're not meant to be away from other people. We're meant to have human contact and interaction. School children are suffering greatly. That's therefore putting pressure on mums, having to homeschool and also having to work. It's putting pressure on the fathers because they're having to worry. It's helping about their own anxieties. Now having to think, my children are suffering, so it's another thing. So I really wanted Saving Brothers to provide a resource where men could gather. We've got a private Facebook group that we've built, uh, Saving Brothers. It, it, there's no cost to it. We welcome uh, all our brothers to, uh, to participate. Uh, we have incredible speakers in there. I host a podcast I'm talking about, for example, and one of your previous guests, Mario, uh, the Sleep Whisperer, a.k.a. Uh, beautiful lady Catherine Nixon from Sydney. Yes. Uh, is on, as my guest on my show for Saving Brothers later today. Well, I hope you're going to have the Matt Caruana on your podcast show as well because this man deserve your time. You know, you deserve each, yeah, each other. Absolutely. Well, well, we'll continue after the... Matt and I. Catching up, sorry to Looking forward, Philip. No. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> no, no, I'm looking forward to like okay, let's go let's go let's go look forward to some some break. Philip, sure. you take a short break, you're listening to ninety point five business insights with Matt and Mario. With us is a Philip uh, Saving Brothers. Uh you know, we continue uh, <laughs> we continue conversation with the uh, true people who can keep your mental health healthy, sane, happy. Matt Carana, Mario Beckers with Philip from Melbourne. We are the Insight Intelligence Group, specializing in Australian corporate investigations and information risk management, workplace investigations, competitor analysis, social media intelligence, reputational risk management, internal or external investigations. Professional and proactive, Insight Intelligence Group works with you to ensure the success of the investigation. Australia-wide or global, facts, not opinion. 02882-9837. Insightintelligence.com.au Station sponsor. Term 3 courses are open for enrolments at the Parramatta College and you have the option to learn either face-to-face -face in the classroom or online via Zoom. Courses include leisure and lifestyle, languages, computer skills, business and work skills. Fee-free training is also available. This training is subsidised by the New South Wales Government and eligibility criteria applies. Improve your personal and professional development with the Parramatta College. Enrol today. Call 9687-2072 or visit parramattacollege.edu.au. Stay sponsor. Alive 90.5 all the way from the 70s, 80s, 90s and today. That we would always be 
Without you, I feel lost at sea. Through the darkness, you'd hide with me. Like the wind, we'd be wild and free. You said you'd follow me anywhere. But your eyes tell me you won't be there. I gotta Twenty-two minutes to three here on a live ninety point five business insights with Mario and Matt. You're listening to your sound, your community, a live ninety point five, and we are live with Philip. Philip, I am. Um, I'm. I'm. I'm very sorry. I, I haven't really addressed you properly. Is it Robertson? Perfectly pronounced, Matt. Awesome, brother. Philip Robertson. So you briefly touched on Keep Five Alive, the, well, the hashtag Keep Five Alive movement that's under Saving Brothers, and I love to learn more about it and what it's you know, what it's all about, what it entails, and what it actually does for the brothers that you guys support. Yeah, I'm so glad we have the opportunity to talk about this, Matt and Maria. So Keep Five Alive was something that we came up with as a concept in order to help. You know, Australians are really good around the whole buddy, you know, look after your mates. But we wanted to make this universal across the globe. So we've got a wellness app coming out late next month, which is the Saving Brothers app. And it's about tracking what's going on for men. So firstly, to Keep Five Alive, think of the hand signal of five. You put your hand up, and that's, that's our, our global hand signal. 
So the, there are five key things we want to encourage men to do. Firstly, men, I think, and I talk to men all across the globe, we're not that good at what we call checking with ourselves. So every day we want ourselves to check in and ask this question, how are you feeling today about yourself out of 10? Because it's really, really important to, to gauge how you're feeling and then take appropriate action. If you're not feeling that great, it's important to reach out to someone and, and, and have a conversation. That's very, very important. That's number one. Number two is exercise movement. We know that it releases endorphins when you move. So it might be that you go for a walk for 30 minutes, five times a week. It's been proven that that can help replace one antidepressant tablet per day. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, it's a great statistic, but a lot of people aren't aware. Now, men, and we talked about this, Matt, uh, earlier this morning, didn't we, where I mentioned the following, that women are incredible. They have pap smears and mammograms, and they just book them in, and like clockwork, they just do it. The thing about us men, we tend to go to a doctor when our leg's about to fall off. We're very reactionary. True. Now, one of the doctors that we've worked with, Dr. Rebecca McGowan from Albury, what she said is, let's help fill men to reclaim the sovereignty over their health. So what does that mean? Let's be proactive. Rather than wait for something to go wrong, and for the engine, I use the car analogy, don't wait for the engine to blow up. I talked about this actually last week in a, in a social media post when I had a beautiful Italian car driving up the highway, hadn't bothered to check under the hood, and I had an oil leak. And in the end, I cooked the engine. I was 19 years of age, thought I was a bit of a rock star driving this nice Italian car, engine blew up. That's like our bodies. So if you're not, you, know, you can go to gym, you can do your weights, you can have beautiful skin and all these things, but if you're not looking under the hood at the engine and what's going on with your organs, your blood, etc., things go wrong. So it's really important, number three, is see a doctor every year and get your bloods done and then learn what that information means and take good, positive, affirmative action. Then number four, we often, I think, men, we tend to think about what we haven't got in life. But why not pay some gratitude? So we have built into our wellness app a gratitude journal. We want men each time they've logged in and we actually create push notifications. So it asks them to think of three things, different things each time that they're grateful for. That's number four. Number five is a really, really important one. When you talk to men, we tend to be very uh, automated in our responses. So if I would ask either, you know, how are you going, guys? You're possibly going to give me a response like, yeah, I'm good, I'm fine, I'm not bad, yeah, I'm okay. But I haven't really learned anything. And I think, men, we just give a, a, an automated response. So this was something taught to me. It wasn't my original thought, and it came, I believe, from England. This with number five for us, we say, hey, brother, how's your day going out of 10? Such an easy question, but it's very powerful. Hey, brother, how's your day going out of 10? And as I mentioned to you this morning, Matt, when you and I chatted, I said, you know what, I've spoken to men all over the world and I've had men say to me, hey, Phil, mate, I, I reckon I'm probably maybe, say, uh, a one or a two. And the beauty of that is now that man's quantified actually how he's feeling. He's given it some thought. But secondly, I would then say, oh, so, brother, what's going on for you? 
The beauty of that is I've given him a safe space to step into. I don't need to resolve his problems. I just need to attentively listen. So that's part of number five, which is checking in with your mates. And then we would ask this question, which is, well, when was the last time you had an eight out of 10? So we've got a range of questions. Now, the beautiful thing, what we've built within, within Keep Five Alive, let's say you've got your five buddies and what you've done for free, you've engaged with them and they've become in your wellness app, in the Saving Brothers app, they're in your five. If, let's say, Matt, you didn't check in for three days, it'll actually send the other five a notification that Matt hasn't checked in. So they're very simple questions that you answer with emojis. How did you sleep? How are you feeling today? Have you got a plan ahead? We, we actually create the questions. But also, mm. I could then go, hang on, what's going on with Matt? Matt hasn't checked in for three days. Maybe I need to give my brother a call. Hey, Matt, what's going on? Oh, Phil, I'm just so busy with uh, you know, the mental health work I'm doing. Sorry, man, I've just completely slipped my mind or, or what have you. Or, no, nah, man, something is going on. I, I just didn't know who to talk to. Mm, That's yeah. really valuable because we don't want to lose men. You know what we're, we're like? We retreat to our caves, don't we? Abs absolutely. It's, it's yeah, like... so it's so important. It's the same with the doctor part. So Can... the way we've programmed the app is we want to encourage, if, if the five guys in your group haven't got a notification that you've been to your doctor yet, we're going to be on your case. And the beautiful thing about this already is we already have been saving lives. Have, have, have we got time for me to give one example? Absolutely, yeah. Well, yeah. If, you, if you really must, but that's okay. <coughs> oh, you're of course. <laughs> of course, Philip. You know Philip, I love no. you, brother. You know I love you. Yeah. But here's an example. One of our ambassadors for Saving Brothers had been, in his words, let's call it hassling one of his mates. Have you been to that doctor yet? And he finally said, listen, Frank, I'll go, all right? So he goes to his doctor. This only happened five weeks ago, by the way. He went to his doctor. His doctor, they did his bloods. Lo and behold, one of his arteries is 90% clogged. He then messages Frank two days later and said, mate, Thursday I'm going in for a quadruple bypass. Our brother Frank just saved, I reckon, his mate's life because he was a ticking time bomb. That's, That's the power and beauty of this. And so we've actually got a global mission, guys. Well, the idea is to help five men. And those five men, we teach them to help five men, to help five men. Now, if you take that down 11 levels, that's our global legacy mission to help 244 million men. And the beauty of that is we're bringing out the app in multiple languages. So we're bringing it out in American English, English, Spanish for Spain, South America, Portuguese for Brazil and Portugal. We've got it in Hindi for the subcontinent and we've got it in French and Mandarin as a starting point. So, so let, me, let, me, let me clarify this, Phil, for the English. Yes. There is Australian English. There's a... Yes. British English, there's American English, Canadian English, and you forgot the most important one, Sean Paul English. Whoever say that one, that's a good one. <laughs> I like look, say Mario <laughs> Becker's English. <laughs> look, I just uh, uh, hey, uh, uh, look uh, now on a, on, a, on a very serious note. Um, uh, we live in very challenging times, and as older we become, particularly men and the women, you know, uh, we we have a tendency to be a little bit more. Um, vulnerable to our health, but what I appreciate very much, people like yourself feel, and that 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 brotherhood for life, you know, you know, keeping keep, keeping brothers alive. It is that in these challenging times, we can't all access the hospital. When I was two weeks ago there for surgery, I saw empty hospital, and the doctor, one of between the lines, told me, 
there's so many patients with the cancer that you saw for two years, and I don't know who they're talking to and how they are. And that's why it's important yeah. to people stick together asking how they are. You're listening to Live 90.5 Business Insights with Matt and Mario. Take a short break. And after the break, we're going to wrap it up the first hour with Philip. Matt. That sounds good. Stick around, guys. Philip Robertson. We'll be back shortly. Alive 90.5. If you want to run away with me, I know a galaxy and I can take you for a ride. I had a premonition that we fell into a rhythm where the music don't stop.
sponsors, Linden Electric, have been best in class since 1977, providing unparalleled electrical expertise in commercial, industrial and laboratory solutions. This dynamic family-run team prides themselves on over 43 years' worth of client-focused results based on their core values of quality, safety and integrity. Linden Electric, experts in electrical, 9890-9663 or email james at linden.net.au for a booking. Station sponsor. Ever have that sinking feeling that you forgot to get the gas bottle filled for the barbecue or outdoor heater? Do you worry about transporting a gas bottle in the boot of your car? Kangaroo Gas has got you covered. Kangaroo Gas will deliver 8.5 kilogram gas bottles to your home or business. Call 0405 LPG LPG or go to kangaroogas.com.au. That's 0405 LPG LPG online at kangaroogas.com.au or find them on Facebook. Station sponsor. Today is a confusing time to be young. We see kids enjoying the party and laughing with their friends. They seem like they haven't got a care in the world. Or do they? Every day we become more dependent on technology, but for kids looking for a real conversation, it can be tricky. The problem is no one's talking about it. At the Harrison Riedel Foundation, we believe that the right conversation at the right time can stop small things from becoming big problems. Help us help our kids by donating today at hrf.org.au. You're listening to Business Insights with Mario and Matt. It is 7 to 3 here on Alive 90.5. And we are live with Philip Robertson, the founder of Saving Brothers, who it, which is an organization there to protect men's mental health. And they have a movement called Keep Five Alive. Five different ways that you can keep five brothers alive. And Phil, I've got a question. And... We don't have very long, unfortunately. We have to wrap this question up pretty quickly. Although I wanted to ask this before we wrap our whole segment up. So, Phil, when it comes to men, we obviously have this stigma that's heavily, no, we don't talk up. I'm a man. Have a cup of concrete. I'll harden up, right? And we don't open up. How do you challenge that? And how do you actually break through that barrier and that, that wall that men tend to put up? I think we want to encourage the conversation firstly. Mm. We do a lot of stuff through our private Facebook group. It's also about the guests. It's just engaging with men to really through the questions that we can ask them to keep Five Alive program. So they're not just those particular questions. We can send them questions. I think it's really the most important thing. It's just more and more men having the conversation and actually feeling safe to have the conversation because I think society judges and has expectations of men also in the workplace to be tough, to be go-getters, to not be showing vulnerability. So I think really it starts with at every family table in society when we're going out and engaging when we can again, of course, just start one conversation at a time. We can't do more than that, I don't think. It's so important to just everybody just start over time, this is going to create a consciousness, a global consciousness, we believe. Just quietly, uh, really quickly, guys, because I know you've got to go in a minute and we've got to finish, is that the second phase of what we're doing here at Saving Brothers, in fact, is called Saving Little Brothers. So we are building mm. a really, really long-term legacy, and that's about helping our boys get good resilience, get good guidance, good values, good mentorship to become good young boys, become great teenagers, and then evolve into great men. And I think particularly we can help the next generation. So this is not a quick fix, guys. 
but it's something that we're building on to be able to then take to the, the next generation and the generations beyond that. What I love is that is that is that that legacy, that part where it's all about firstly, like obviously other men, but then also our little brothers as well. And because I mean, cause the thing is, right, our, our our young ones are the future, are the future generations, our future leaders, our future everything, and we need to make sure they're set up, they're resilient, and they're ready for life, so that they too can pass on to their little brothers. I think is an amazing, amazing initiative. So, Phil, how can our audience get in touch with you? Yeah, well, I mean, they can certainly join our private Facebook group, so Saving Brothers. They can uh, get in touch with us via the contact section on the Saving Brothers uh, platform, savingbrothers.com. I call it a platform, guys, because there's a login for ambassadors and coaches. So uh, they can certainly do that, fill out the contact us form. But definitely I would encourage brothers to join. Uh, I personally respond to all the messages. I speak to a lot of brothers all over the globe. So uh, if you happen to message me or connect with me on Facebook or through the group, uh, I'm also the admin. And uh, I've got a number of people around the world involved. But, yeah, I'd, I'd do any of those things. Well, Philip, thank you so much for being our guest today. And thank you for accepting changing the time from 3 to 2 p.m. And we're going to have you shortly again in our studio in the next couple of weeks again for the full two hours. Till then, Philip, thank you for saving and looking after many men across the globe. And stay strong. To both of you brothers, you're doing an incredible job because you're opening up pathways to conversation. So I, I wish you the very best, sending my love to everybody out there. Take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Thank you. Thank you, Phil. We, we really appreciate you. Likewise. So guys, that was Phil Robertson with Saving Brothers, the director, the founder of that amazing organization with an initiative that is truly out there to transform society so men become more supportive with themselves and also other people. But let's look at that in itself, supporting yourselves and other people. Guys, we've all been blessed with two arms and two hands, every single one of us. Let's use our left hand and place that on our heart. That hand's there to protect and to serve ourselves. We need to fill up our cup first. We have that other hand there. I want you to, re- I want you to reach out and support someone else. Because life's not about me, but, but about we. Because when we are able to sh- sh- support ourselves, we're able to support other people greatly. When we can support other, other people, we build a, a strong community we all become resilient. When we all become resilient, we can all deal with the challenges that life is going to throw at us. Just like the current situation with COVID and lockdown, we're locked up. Unfortunately, it is the case. And what we need is resilience. What we need is support, not only for others, but ourselves. And just like Phil mentioned, the Keep Five Alive movement, part of that is keeping yourself in check. Gratitude but then also keeping your brothers, other people, keeping them in check, you know, supporting others. So this could be you reaching out, you checking in. Maybe they haven't kept up to date with certain things. Use that left hand to support yourself firstly. Fill up your cup and we all love to share. So use your other hand and go and support those in your life. This has been the first hour of Business Insights with Mario and Matt. Here we're going to take you on a short break into the hour. We're going to have the weather and traffic and our second guest 
is waiting for us. So stay tuned. Brought to you by Your Sound, your community, Alive 90.5. National Radio News. Good afternoon, I'm Brady Evans. Western Australia is easing its border restrictions with South Australia and Queensland while increasing border controls with New Zealand and New South Wales. South Australians no longer have to quarantine when travelling west while Queensland is being reclassified from medium